You've done 12 deals in the last four weeks. Yeah. In the last four weeks, how how did you do it, Gavin? Hi everyone. You know what? Very rarely do we have a return performance of someone in an interview, but Gavin Rubenstein, he did 500,000 in four weeks. The start of 2015 for the month of February. Gavin, welcome back. Thanks for having me again. Mate, so let's just give pre-context to those that haven't seen part one of the video which went out uh, about a year ago. Gavin, you're 27. Just turned 27 late last year, yeah. Late last year. At 26 years of age, for calendar year 2014, what did you write? Uh, just shy of 1.6. Just shy of 1.6. Okay. Um, so calendar year 2015... With the start that you've had, have done 500 in GCI, you're going to smash that. You'd have to expect to beat that. I mean, you've done a third of that approximately. Yeah, I would hope so, but um, we'll see. Okay. Um, can I ask, how many deals did you do? In, in a four-week period, that just was, um, for, for that number? Yeah. 12. 12 deals. Um, auction or private treaty? All were auctioned, apart from one that I did that was off-market. Right. Okay. Um, you had those properties listed from 2014. Were they ready to go? or They were. Right. They were. Okay. So yeah. let's just, you know, you see, so you've done 12 deals. In the last four weeks, yeah. In the last four weeks. How, how did you do it, Gavin? Um, worked my, you know, what off? You know, um, social life got put to one side, personal relationships, neglected, everything that I guess one can expect with operating at that sort of volume happened, actually happened. But uh, I was ready for it because it's a familiar feeling for me. And I guess you can wind the tape back to you know, 2014, November, when most agents were starting to take time off for the year, when most agents were taking their foot off the gas. At that point, I was pressing my foot on the gas, knowing that you know, if I wanted to have a really good start for this year, that was a time to hit the, the pavement, if you like. That was a time to hit the phones. That was a time to set up for January, February this year. So it's been a bit of a, a long process. That was planning. And the preparation side of it was, you know, the break I gave myself over New Year's Eve and Christmas. I took two and a half weeks off. I went to New York. I went to Los Angeles. I learned how to ski. Had an absolute ball. And, you know, made the best of that time, knowing that when my plane touched down... You know, first week of January, it was time to, to work hard, and that's exactly what I've done since. So what you're saying, this is a very important point for the viewers. This business was actually done not in February. This business was done late last year. The reality is the work had been done. Business had been secured. And what you're saying is you went away on holiday knowing that all you have to do is come back and execute. Um, whereas I think a lot of people went on holidays before Christmas in November, December. Mm. Um, what you're saying is you were full throttle. Correct. How hard did you work in February? 500 grand. Like, um, what are we talking about? Look, I mean, there was one day in Feb that I did four deals in one day. Yeah. And, like, you know, I was finishing after 10 o'clock at night on, on a really regular basis. Seven days... Sunday mornings, no breaks. But as I said, I was, I was prepared for that because I took my break before knowing that that was coming up.
So this Sunday morning, it was in our first interview, Sunday morning is, is standard. Gavin Rubenstein works on Sunday mornings. If it's not the morning, it's whenever I need to on a Sunday. It's right. always open. If I don't have to do it, I yeah. won't do it. But Sunday is always open slatter for if an opportunity comes up, I capitalise. Right. Okay. Uh, Gavin, there's a lot of people watching this video. A lot of my uh, viewers are, are younger people. Um, and they're all aspiring. They're all hungry. You know, a lot of them, you know, um, uni didn't go right for them or they come from industries where it hasn't been right for them. And they're sitting there and they're watching a guy that's earning one and a half in gross commission into their office, maybe two million this year in gross commission. Um, Gavin, um, what, what drives you? Progression. You know, in, in all aspects, but, but particularly real estate. You know, if, if my current year isn't better than my last year, internally that just doesn't sit well for me. Okay. So it's a discontent between where you are now and where you can be. Sure. And, and a genuine, genuine goal to be one of the best. So without question, I want my name to mean something in this industry. I think um, I've got a very long way to go till, till I get there. But, uh, you know, every transaction I enter is, is with that mindset. You know, the, the numbers that you keep talking about are great and they're important because a lot of people don't realise what salespeople we eat, what we kill. If we don't sell a property, we don't make money, we don't get paid. But to me, that's secondary. I know if I focus on what motivates me, and that's to be one of the best, the, the commission and the numbers are a byproduct of that. Right. Right? So every deal... I go into with hoping to make the client I'm working for, representing, a client for life. Hoping to get an opportunity to work with their families, their friends, and that's the best way referral business works. Okay, goal. I want to summarise a few things. Gavin's doing it because he wants to, not because he has to. The second thing he says, so it's so, so the passion of being the best, the passion, it's, it's not when he's sitting there with a client, he's thinking, okay, it's 40 grand, my share is 50% or 60%. That's not what's going through your mind. What's going through your mind is you wanna be known as one of the guys that has had an influence in the real estate industry, one of the greats. 100%. Okay, the second thing you said is this, that one of the ways that you're getting business is that you wanna knock these, these clients off their feet with wow service, Absolutely. that you're thinking that you're doing a listing presentation on all their family and friends while you're servicing these people. Correct. Okay, this is, this is gold because I think too many people are spending their time trying to use tricky ways to get people to call them, when in reality the best thing you can do is actually just do a top job for someone. Yeah, and I'll give you a classic example. About three years ago, I stumbled across a guy who was in the car finance business, and uh, you know, he was working on a deal to, to, for me uh, three years ago, and this guy was a gun. He was, from the moment I met him to the moment he signed those papers, all over me like a rash, calling me constantly. Um, you know, his response time was so, so efficient. He was so different to what I had experienced previously. He really, you know, made an impact and, and made me think this guy is the best. Now, the result I wanted was to get that car before this next week was, was about to play in. And he ended up coming to my house on a Sunday, right, to get the paper signed so they close the business Monday I could leave the, the dealership with the car. Now, I think since him and I did that deal, I've done two with him, personally, 
And since him and I have done that deal, I've sent at least 10 people to him. Right? Um, simple algorithm. Simple, simple algorithm. He provided an exceptional service. He got me the result I wanted. And because of that, he's recommendable. I've told so many people about the job that he did. If he's doing that job for other people, and I know he did, because at the time I would have been 23 years old. If he's doing that for a 23-year-old kid, he's doing it for everyone. And each one of his clients is telling 10 people about the sort of stuff he did or does. That's 100 new business opportunities for this guy. Yeah. And every, in my opinion, salesperson or service-based orientation providing person should have that attitude. Okay. Gang, that's gold. Because I've got to tell you, that's the essence of success. I do these interviews, I, I speak to people at conferences, I hear and I do podcasts, but at the end of the day, I can tell you, a referral, it's the hardest one to get, but it's the best one to get. Because it becomes uncontested, people deal with you with trust, and what you're saying at the end of the day, Gavin, is... There's no secret, but if you just give these people just extraordinary service, it's life is fair because the best person gets the job. 100%. I think if, you, if you're managing a team, they have to have that mindset as well. You've got a team, haven't you? I do. I run a team of uh, three, so it's three others and myself. Okay, well, we'll talk about that in a second. I want to move on to a question is, what separates you from 95% of other real estate agents? I'm saying 95%, but the reality is the numbers that you're doing, you're in the 1%. But for the purposes of our, just that question, what separates you from 95% of other agents? A lot of ways to answer that question. To make it really simple, it, it comes down to just wanting it more than they do. And, you know, it's not about just younger. It's about mid-age. It's about older agents. A lot of people get complacent. Um, but but that, that is probably all it comes down to. And, I mean, in, in our office, we've got a sales board. Right, and this isn't the, the annual state awards based around what the whole of New South Wales is doing. It's just the Double Bay office. And it's numbered 1 to, to 20, all the salespeople in our office. About three years ago, I got to number 1 on that list. And I haven't got it since. Now, if you were to ask um, you know, the directors in the office, if you were to ask the support staff, so the financial controllers, the marketing girls, or even my team, because they know my day-to-day -day better than anyone, they would all tell you that I work like I was last on that list. And that's, and that's a difference. Because it's, it's, it's not about what I did in the last four weeks. It's about what I'm going to do in the next four weeks. And I think when an agent can get into that pattern of thinking, that's when they set themselves up for consistency. Okay. Again, goal. Simple concepts that Gavin has just brought up, which is... Um, Performing the best, but behaving as if he's coming last. No difference to someone in sport that they're winning, but they're acting as if they're losing, and they're chasing, and they're hungry, staying hungry but humble. Um, Gavin, I want to move on and talk to you about um, CRM systems. Sure. Stay in contact strategies. Yeah. Um, and maybe we can you know, talk about you and your, your, your team, right? How many in your team? Uh, three others. You plus three. So you've got myself, yeah. Jerome, yeah. who's been with me for you know, ranging on five years. Yeah. You've got Vanita, yeah. who's my... PA. What does Jerome do? 
he's I call him my stunt double. Right. Right. He's got a background in accounting. Yeah. But he's got about seven years' experience in real estate. Right. So he knows how the mechanics work, and he's been with me for a very long time. So he knows how I work. Right. It's really important to have someone like that. He handles accounts. He runs open for inspection counter. He deals with uh, clients. He, like I said, best way to explain his role is, is my stunt double. Yeah. Then I've got Benita, who's been with me for twelve months. Yeah. Arguably the, the most important person in my life. What does she do? Um, she runs marketing and my personal diary. Yeah. She does everything that doesn't involve buyers, sellers, or deals. Okay. And there are a lot of things that can take up a lot of time. Yeah. And she does it really, really efficiently. Okay. And then your last person. And then new new gentleman Oliver Lavis who's just started with us um, has unbelievable work ethic, and I think is is going to be great. Time. He's a junior agent focusing a lot on prospecting, right. um, running current open for inspections, and you know, there to be hungry and get deals together if, if I miss it. With a team of people like that, what does Gavin Rubenstone do most of the time? What are you doing? Three things buyers, sellers, deals. That's it. Really simple. Right. That's it. And mainly on the phone, face to face. Everything. Everything. Yeah. I mean, look, people say, how much time of a day do you dedicate to prospecting? Me, it's, I never stop prospecting. So if I'm out socially, or if I'm on the phone talking to a friend who's not even thinking about doing something, um, you know, at all times, while I'm here working, I'm prospecting. And I think the good agents never stop prospecting. Okay. Um, you got a lot of people on your database? Yeah, I do. Do you, how, how many people, like? Oh, about 1500 And you send them, or you don't yourself, but your team do send them, what sort of stuff do they send them? So I try not to spam them. Right. A lot of people uh, get annoyed with, with notes from real estate agents. We're, we're bottom of the priority list, and I, and I understand that. Um, but, for example, you know, for the last four weeks, there's a message with, with what we've achieved, and that could be an opportunity for someone, because 12 sales means 12 campaigns, which means I've met hundreds of buyers, which could potentially mean I've met the buyer for someone who's thinking about selling and could save them the hassle of a marketing campaign and the stress of it. We send them a newsletter talking about this. Right. Um, I send them an annual video every year just updating them of the year and, and the success behind the year. And that's evolved over time. You'll be on video. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I know the guys from Campaign Track sure. that I do a bit of work with tell me that you're pedantic, you want to get the video to be right. Mm. You've got a, a, a previous video, um, which uh, you guys can have a snippet and have a look right now. First impressions of Gavin, there was a little bit of concern. Was he just another of these sort of fast-talking, fancy suit-wearing agents? Any concern that I had from that point of view was put to rest very early on. When it came to making the decision to sell, he was the obvious uh, agent for us to choose. But he came across as a very professional young man. My wife and I were in the search for property for a year and a half. We worked with a lot of the agents in the eastern suburbs. By far, Gavin and his team were a standout throughout the whole process. He's got a really good team that he works with. They showed professionalism, responsiveness, good understanding of their market. 
credit to his team as well because he obviously recognises that he needs quality people around him. He handed our family home, which was you know a, a much bigger house, and then he also sold a smaller apartment for us. It doesn't really matter how big or how small it is, you know. Gavin knows exactly what he's doing. So you just sort of wondered where you're going to get the sort of mm. service and level of attention that maybe the multi-million dollar home on the Blue Ribbon Street of the Views was going to get. And quite honestly, uh, having gone through the whole process, and I know he was super busy during that time because you just had to flick through the Wentworth Courier to see every second page is pretty much Gavin. It sort of felt like we were his only property on the books. It was an absolute pleasure to deal with Gavin. So, Gavin, great video. Um, so, you also do an annual report on the marketplace as a video, okay? Um, social media, do you use any of it? Does it get you any business? Do you see it as being effective? For, for me personally, 100%. And I'm um, a big user of Facebook, big user of Instagram. I'm really fastidious and methodical, like the guys at Campaign Track told you, around what actually goes out. Yeah. Um, and, I, and I manage that effectively. At the moment, I'm, I'm building a website. I've started a new hashtag called the Rubenstein Group. And I really want to convey to the marketplace that whilst you know, you're getting me as the front man, I'm the one negotiating the deals, I'm the one getting it done, I've got a team behind me that you know, offers these guys resources that other agents don't, and that's important. Okay, so that the US, when they get you, they're getting a team. 100%. Right. Uh, and I've got to say, brand is what people say about you when you're not there. And everything you do is brand. Your car, what's, on, on, what's in the Wentworth Courier, what's on Facebook, what's on Twitter, what's on Instagram, all those things are part of the jigsaw. People are making their mind about you, so I, I can see why you're pedantic about what image goes out. Sure. You know? As we finish off this interview, top three tips. Top three tips. Tip number one, don't let your successes go to your head and your failures go to your heart. I think that's a saying that I love to always think about. And, and this business has a great, has a great way of, of humbling you because you can have you know, a period where you're on fire yeah. and then get out of that and lose two or three listings. Yeah. I remember, you know, a couple of years ago when I was having a bit of a run, I was talking to one of my mentors, we catch up casually, we always end up talking about real estate because we both love it. And I said to him, you know, I'm absolutely on fire at the moment. I've got every single property that I've gone for. And he said, well, you know, the problem with that is you're not seeing enough. You're not going for enough. Yeah. And that resonated with me. And it actually makes a, a lot of sense. Yeah, so never ever get complacent, that's number one. Yeah, and I think Gavin, sometimes I notice with agents that do miss out on a listing, I always say to them, don't worry too much about the listing you lost, worry about the 10 you never got a call out for. Same sort of concept, you know? so, so true. Yeah. Tip number two? Tip number two, something I learned really early on in the piece, your loyalties to your vendor, you never forget that. See, I was told, if a situation ever gets hairy, you know, whether it be a negotiation or, or, or whatever, and, and it can do that, always remember that your vendor is the one paying your fee. Yeah. So you fight in their corner. Okay, beautiful. So be very clear on who you're working for. Correct. And point three would be don't let a single fee be the only thing you get out of one piece of business. Yeah. So, so what does that mean? I think if you're running a campaign and you're only getting commission from one deal, you're failing. I think campaigns open for inspections, these are gold. These are absolute gold for future business. And I think the diligent agents connect the dots. Right, for example, last year I got a call to list uh, 
a part of their Darling Point. Sold that apartment for $1.6 million. Exchanged it. It was a Friday night at about 10 o'clock because I had to drive to and from the north. That's where the vendor was. The buyer had a house in Dover Heights to sell. They said to me, if you're going to act this way, with the buyers on our property, we want you to have the gig. So I got their house to sell. Sold that for $3.75 million. Because of the job I did for the owner at Marathon Road, she gave me her brother's house to sell, which is $2.4 million. Yeah. And the buyer of that house was a semi in Vaucluse for $1.7 million. Okay. Um, so what you're saying, Gavin, is don't think that winning is putting that deal across the line. Um, get a, a, a different paradigm and understand that creating amazing service allows you to maybe have three or four deals in a short period of time. Going back to, to the finance broker now, the yeah. approach. Yeah. Uh, Gavin Rubenstein, second time back on these video blogs. I don't know another real estate agent in Australia that wrote 1.6, that's 26 years of age last year. I don't know another real estate agent at his age that's done 500,000 fees in a month. He's a number one Ray White agent um, in New South Wales. I can confirm that, isn't it? You are, absolutely. And I would say that uh, he pretty much has summarised success. The best form of getting business is just provide raving service to raving fans. Gavin Rubenstein, thank, thank you. you so much. Appreciate it.